Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. In our last episode, our heroes entered the dread tunnels under the West Cleft district of Grackelstug. The tunnels made much less dread by the group's strategy of dumping four barrels of oil into them and igniting the troublesome caverns. After encountering the burnt remnants of what had certainly been a number of difficult encounters, our group of adventurers discovered a massive cavern in which rested a large metal obelisk and, more importantly, the missing red dragon egg. The obelisk was in the process of being experimented upon by a Darrow woman who Brittany immediately enthralled. The woman introduced herself as Plinky, a member of both the Savants and the Grey Ghosts, the architect of the theft of the dragon egg. Declan proceeded to re-steal the massive egg using the shrinking properties of mushrooms gathered earlier to reduce the eight-foot-tall egg to a size more suitable to Declan's bag of holding. After studying Plinky's notes, Brittany attempted to channel her energies into the obelisk, which resulted in the entire group being teleported outside the city gates. After Eric used his innate knowledge of military discipline to secure entrance back into the city, Plinky departed to return to her nefarious ways, and the rest of the group, minus Declan, went to report to the Masters of Forge and the Dragon Thember showed. There, Brittany convincingly informed both the Dragon and the Forge Masters that the Dragon Egg had been broken, and the unborn dragon within slain. Their side of the contract fulfilled, the Forge Masters provided guards to guide our heroes towards the surface, and perhaps, freedom. So you left Gracklestook in the company of six Dwergar Stone Guards, who are going to escort you to the surface. A little while outside the city, the leader, whose name is Dwergath, tells you that you're going to go to the surface by way of the trading post of Mantle Dareth. Mantle Dareth is kind of a neutral ground. It's a place where surface worlders, drow, dwergar, spurf neblin, all of the inhabitants of the Underdark come there under terms of peace to exchange goods that are necessary for both sides, or at least are enjoyed by both sides, such as overworld spices and furs and wood and such, and then underground crystals and wealth and metals and stuff. It takes a little bit to get to the shore of the Dark Lake, where they say you'll be making the crossing. They take you to a large, wide, flat barge and begin to take it across the lake. Eventually, in the dim gloom, you can make out a small speck of light and then breaking into view of the torch stalk mushrooms you have in the far distance is a truly massive stalactite that actually meets the surface of the water. It actually has a plate-like bottom, so it's actually got a beach, a kind of pebbly shore. As you approach, you see that somebody has pitched a tent on this pebbled beach. Above the sound of water lapping at the shoreline, 
you hear a soft feminine voice humming an unfamiliar tune. The voice comes from inside the tent, which is lit from within. As soon as the boat crunches on the gravel, the humming stops, and a cloaked person pokes their head out from the tent and then springs out with a crossbow and just points at all of you. No words are spoken, just the crossbow's there. So is this a trading post? Because it's smaller than I thought. Dwergath turns to you and says, I, we're close. It's just a few leagues up the beach. There's a, there's an entrance known only to us Dwergar on this side of the stalactite. Most ah. of it's inside. Okay, so is, is this person customs or? Not sure who she is. If she dares fire, she knows she's out now. She'll be, she'll be killed outright. I don't, I, I don't think she'll be bold enough to take a shot at any of you with us as your escort. Oh, that's good to know. I'm gonna walk over to the side of the boat. Hey! Put that down before you hurt someone. She's gonna kind of pull back her cloak hood and reveal that she also is a human and just goes, You're from the surface! But, 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 but you're still here to hurt me, right? You're here to take me, right? Why, why have you come? I don't even no, know who you are. We're, we're, we're leaving. We're on our way out. We're, we're going out. How do I know? How do I know you're not just going to circle around and come and get me from behind? Huh? Huh? Bye, Felipe. What, 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 what do you even have that any of us would want to whisk our lives to take? You're here to take my life. And I'm not going to let that happen. I've, oh, I've trapped this entire beach. Anywhere? You can't walk anywhere on this beach. I've trapped the whole thing. So just... Get back on your boat and find another beach to land on. Go trap the whole bit. Why would you do a damn fool thing like that? What if you have to walk around it? See, I, I came down here to find the trading post, and that's what I'm going to do. And nobody's going to stop me. You can't stop me. Wow, she's like really dumb. Let's just go. Oh no, this is great. Where's no. the trading post? We're going there. What are you doing? Or like no. with people. Declan, no. What? What do you mean, no? Declan, stop! She's annoying. Hey, you wanna come with us? We're going to the trading pool. I would like to push him off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, Into the shallow water. I would like to offer him a hand of help and then pull it away at the last second. Because <laughs> he kind of earned that. Uh, Declan, your boots are a little soaking wet, but you're on pebbly ground at least. <laughs> you kept your balance. All right, let's go. Well, there's water in my shoes now. You brought, happy. you brought that on yourself. Wait, hang on, I'm in the shallows. I don't know if the tide comes up. Hey, hey, crazy lady. This section of the beach, is this? does this count as where you're booby-trapped? Should I stand perfectly still, or can I- I told back? you I've trapped the whole beach! Okay, that's the problem. I don't know if I'm on the beach or not. There's like 30 inches of water here. That, you can make a perception beach? check to try and determine. I don't think she's actually trapped anything. Natural one! <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no, she hasn't hidden any traps. There's no way she could hide traps here that wouldn't be visible. Declan, true to form. Yep, <laughs> on brand. Yeah, you're no, you're you have roguish intuition. You know how to trap a place. You know how to lay a trap, and there's no place she could lay traps on this beach. 
Well, that's fine then. I just tromp around, taking off my boots and shaking them out. <laughs> well, there is gravel in them. And you don't encounter any traps as you're kind of oh. tromping around on the surface of the beach. Oh, are you still alive? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, she's just kind of like, What kind of fool are you? That's the uh, question we've been asking ourselves the entire time we've known him. I think it's incredibly unfair to try and bottleneck me into just one manner of fool. <laughs> she just literally lowers the crossbow and is like, I really don't have to fear anything from you, do I? You're just figuring that now. Do you want to take that tent down and actually come to the tent post? Or do you want to spend this your entire life on this booby trap beach? Just I'm not coming with you. I know, I know you're trying to kill me. I know it. Let's like actually try to kill her. Just so she can be right about something. It, it would give her a sense of justification, I feel. Oh, no, 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 no. you have any idea how valuable paranoid people are? Yes. I'm not sure you do, but okay. <laughs> Look, you have two options here. You can spend the rest of your life on this beach waiting to be eaten by some giant thing in the water, which is probably down there right now. Or you can just get on the boat with us. You, you said there's something in the water? Of course there is. Do you have any idea where you are? It's the underdark. If you can't see anything down there, you have to assume there's something terrible. <laughs> probably with tentacles. Damn it, he's not wrong. <laughs> At this point, she'll kind of Lower her crossbow. You say you're going to the trading post, right? Yeah, we thought this was it. Alright. I'm going to follow you at a safe distance. If anything happens, you can bet I'm putting a crossbow bolt in your back first, got it? Have you showered recently? No, I've been here for two months. Then yes, please keep that safe distance. Well, she'll, she'll kind of watch as you guys disembark the boat. One of the Dwergar just kind of pounds, they, they pound a couple of heavy metal stakes far down into this beach surface until you're pretty sure they hit actual stone. So this barge is chained to the beach and then proceed to march you down along south further from this lady towards a tunnel in the stone that at first you wouldn't have noticed. It's it's one of those cleverly carved dwarven tunnels that only appears when you see it at the right angle. Um, 90 degrees, very important. You then ascend in a tunnel that kind of switchbacks through stone until you come to what looks like a dead end where you see Dwergath come up to the stone, lay his hand on it, whisper some word to it, and the stone splits in half, looking just like a natural crack in the rock that then parts smoothly into the rest of the wall. And beyond, you find yourselves in what is clearly a man-made trench, about 20 feet wide, 50 feet deep. Would I have been able to hear the word he said? Do you know Dwarvish? Nope. Okay. Well, you'd know the word uh, sounded like gruel. Okay. Cool. You're not sure what it means, but that's the sound he made. No, I just want to make sure that I want to see if I can open this next time I'm down here. Right. As soon as this rock has split, 
and it's slid to the side and you enter the trench, the Dwergar all kind of perk up. And as you all listen, you don't hear the sounds of people talking or of trading or anything going on like that. You hear uh, a huge pounding on stone as if just, as if a giant was punching a giant door. You hear swords clashing and yelling. And the Dwergar immediately run to a set of platforms that have winches next to them. Before you guys even have a chance, all six of them pile onto a platform, flip a lever, and the platform begins ascending on a set of winches. There are three other platforms. You could go on the opposite side of the trench that the Dwergar went on, or you can go on the same side of the trench. I'm thinking same side? Let's do, well, let's same do side. that. Yeah, same side. But they, they, they know best. Okay. When you ascend, you find yourselves on the, I'm going to say for this, the bottom side of the trench, just for the sake of reference. And you're in what would normally be a marketplace, but it's entirely empty. Far to your left, you see a pair of Dwergar, the size of giants, they have enlarged themselves, pounding at a huge set of stone doors with a pair of uh, pickaxes. To your right, you hear the shouts of other Dwergar, including, you know, it looks like your group has split. A pair have gone to assist the others that are pounding on the door, and a pair have gone and encountered another set that are dragging what looks like a deep gnome towards another set of doors. Oh, crazy lady, is this everything you'd always hoped it'd be? She's still coming up, and then she comes up and is gaping around. All this time it was this close? You're oh. disgusting and stupid. Yeah, she reeks. She reeks, by the way. Uh, keep, keep, keep up that safe distance. Don't forget that safe distance. She will definitely keep her distance. I'm presentating myself like cleaner just because I'm so <laughs> grossed out. I'm, I'm a walk in within 10 feet of her and I'm like, I'm sorry. This looks like a really bad situation, and I really can't afford to have you giving us away. And I will presto her clean from ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining a Cinderella moment where rings of sparkles just... <sighs> all the dirt away. It, it's gonna look like fire, but yeah. Oh, okay, so you're imagining more of a satanic, hellish, purging the dirt from your body with flames of justice type thing. Justice will go with that, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was quick to assume. <laughs> There's this cleansing flame. Yeah, it tickles a bit. But yeah, her her clothes just make her smell baseline as opposed to two months in the Underdark. Mm, oh, well, perfect. That's much better. Her hair is revitalized, her eyes are brightened, everything about her seems perkier. Except that she's still got that paranoid look. I don't think I can clean that with Presto. No. On the other side of the trench, you see currently some humans engaged in battle with drow. There are only a few of them, and they're mostly huddled behind boxes, either casting small spells at each other or shooting crossbows from a safe distance. It seems like the fighting's gone on for some time, though, because both groups are really taking their time. Reload the crossbow. <sighs> Oh, Could I? So, like, how far away are they? So, how far away is each one? 
So the group of Dwergar that is dragging away the Deep Gnome is about 100 feet away from you. The other group, the pair of giants who are pounding on the stone door, are also about 100 feet from you. The humans engaged in battle with the drow, those are about 160 feet away. Okay. Do any of the drow look like Sarah? Perception check. Oh, that's my best. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eleven. You don't notice, and none of them appear to look like Sarah, but you do notice over a distance, a little bit of a distance from the fighting, there is a drow seated under a giant mushroom, a bench underneath a mushroom, who seems to be kicking it back. He's not doing anything, doesn't seem concerned with anything that's going on. I take note of that. Could I move within 60 feet of the drow? Which ones? The ones that are fighting? The ones that are fighting. Yeah, you could move that close. Great. I would like to use my necklace of fireballs. Ooh, dang. Okay. And just put an end to this conflict. As if I could love her any more. <laughs> Burn the drow. Burn the drow. Okay, well. Uh, are you two following? Oh, yeah. I, I, I see her reaching for that necklace. Yes, I'm following. <laughs> Just her stroking her, her pearls here. I know what that necklace does. Mm -hmm. So are those dexterity saving throws on the parts of the drow? Yeah, save okay. DC 15. Just I'm okay. just doing one. Well, there are only three drow. Oh. Um, yeah, there, there are. Like a, for some reason, I thought there were like way more. No, there are three or four drow. Is it worth wasting one of them on this? Nah, I feel like a Scorching Ray could do it. I'm gonna change my direction once I see there's only like three of them and mm -hmm. go to the the guy who's kicking it. You're gonna attack him? No, I'm gonna go say hi. Oh, okay. So, shift in tactics here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you've got this, Eric. And he gets a D8 of inspiration. Aww. She's like, go deal with them. <laughs> That's fair. At your approach, he sits up a little more stately. And you notice that the left side of his face is covered in a streaking pattern of scars. And it appears his left eye is blind as well. This is this is or is not Sarath. This is not Sarath. Ugh. Once I get close enough to see that one, I'm gonna be like, ugh! I thought you were someone else. You know, I could be, I could be anyone you want. If only you would be a little bit of company. Honestly, it's so dull around here. Well, we're going to the surface if you want to join us. Mm, surface. Sunlight burns, but at least surface. Interesting than any place around here. Very true. What brings you to Mantle Dareth? Are you simply here for science? Are you fighting? No, we're, we're here to go to the surface. Oh, well, you picked a bad time. Apparently. Mm -hmm. What's going on here? To be honest, I have no idea. You know, there was screaming on the other side of the trench uh, earlier today, something like that, and all of a sudden, punches thrown, blood spilled, bodies flying. And uh, over on our side of the trench here, our group was, I don't know, they were whispering about something. I don't know much about what's going on. I'm not really part of drow society anymore. They don't take kindly to my type. What's your type? My type is the kind that's interesting, the kind that actually, like, 
gives a rip about accomplishing something with my life, do, doing fascinating things beyond what a normal drow's purview would be. In other words, you know, uh, stepping outside the bounds of what normally is acceptable for a male drow. That's fair. Anyhow, uh, yeah, so uh, something, something, our side, whisper, whisper. There, there was a, the, the humans came out of their side. There was a talkie-talkie at the tent, and then all of a sudden there was blood and murder everywhere. There was a, a beholder shooting rays every which way. And then everybody retreated back to their respective enclaves, minus these folks who decided to just continue trying to kill each other. Interesting. Yes, well, indeed. You should totally come with us. It's going to be mm. a riotous time. He kind of pushes himself up and kind of leans on his staff on his left side. Well, if you can promise me a little adventure, I'm staying along for the ride. Tons. Mm. Now, uh, I could also get you in to speak with the leader of the drow, if you're all interested. Mm. Um, well, you know, the drow kind of... a huge fan of drow society, so I might have to pass on that. Flip over to Eric and Declan, who are now approaching the drow engaged in combat. You have a surprise round. Good. I'm going to use my surprise round to give each of the three drow a scorching ray in the back. Okay, give me the attack rolls. Declan, what are you trying to do? I am going to activate Dawnbringer and and Light Shank Drow Numero Uno. The closest one, alright. Wait, her name is Dawnbringer? I, for some reason, went Skyrim and was just calling her Dawnbreaker like an idiot. It's the same sword. <laughs> I know. I know, I'm just getting my IPs, like, crossed. Sorry. <laughs> Um, hey, it's Bethesda. It just works. That's a 23 to hit on my attack. Okay. Ooh, and Scott, what are, uh, what are your rolls? A 12, an 18, and a 19. Okay. So two of those hit. Do you want to just go for the ones that Declan's not attacking? Sure, that's fair. Okay. I'm not even going to have you guys roll damage, Declan. You just this guy, grab him by the face, and shove the sword up into him, dropping him lifeless. Uh, Eric, you saunter up three rays of fire, the form of three fiery dragons. Just streak out. One hits the stone floor and fizzles. The other two bite off the heads of the other drow, leaving them with scorched stumps on the ends of their necks. And they collapse. Much cleaner that way. <laughs> and this is about the time, Brittany, when you say, We're not really big fans of the drow. <laughs> And this new guy just gulps. But you seem uh, cool. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> uh, my name's Zilch. Oh, that's a name. I'm Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> he takes your hand, lays a small kiss on it. Oh, you charmer. I'll introduce you to my friends. Oh, please do. He walks with kind of a, a, a limp, leaning on the cane. Exactly. And who might you, mighty warriors, be? I pause in mid-kick on the drow I just stabbed to look up. <laughs> you just see another very scarred drow leaning on a staff. This is my new acquaintance, Zilch. Oi, Zilch. My name's Nada. 
I'm, I'm looking at Brittany with that questioning, you know, acquaintance or acquaintance? And draw my thumb across. Ah, acquaintance. Oh, okay. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> I'm Eric. Very nice. Very nice to meet you all. I hear you're going bound for some wonderful adventure. I'm eager to join. I'll just look at Brittany again. Sure. Yeah, we're doing that. That's the thing. At this point, all of a sudden, a crossbow bolt just streaks and hits him in the shoulder, and he uh, goes down. One of the humans is just like, Take that, you filthy drow! He's not doing anything. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, Zilch is hurt, but it's not a fatal wound by any means. I'll, I'll, I'll just approach the human's hands out. So, so what's what's up here? What, what's going on? What's the... Which side do you want, huh? I saw you scorched some drow, but are you you just here to cause chaos? You here to settle things down? What are you doing? Um, Wait, not... there's a side here. I thought everyone was just fighting each other. Uh, at the moment, not the drow's side. I haven't been here long oh, enough good. to figure out what the sides are, so maybe you could fill me in. All right, give me give me your names. I'm Eric. It's Declan. That 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 is Brittany. And uh, the guy with the crossbow bolt is uh, is Zilch. I do not know what the crazy lady's name is. I haven't asked, but she's clean. Hey, crazy lady, what's her name? It's Reese. That's Reese. She's she's standing at a distance, hiding behind the mushroom. <laughs> Careful, that might be poisonous. Her hands just go off it. Reese is having a bad day. So what's what's going on here? Oh. Uh. You'll want to talk to Gazrin. He's the leader of our group. I'll go tell him that you're coming. Uh, sure. Just come on with me. Uh, okay, sure, good. The drow can't come, though. Drow stays out. Racist. Uh, well. <laughs> You'll understand why in a bit, Snake Lady. Uh, I, I look at him. Excuse me. Excuse me. I understand you're a little stressed, but there's no need to be rude. You might want to try that again. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> there are reasons for him not being allowed inside, all right? And you'll understand when you talk with Gazrin. For now, he stays outside. He can stay out with your crazy friend or whatever, all right? That's that's perfectly fair. Thank you. I'm going to push the bolt through and then healing word him. You're he fine. Looks up at you. <laughs> More talented than I expected. Yeah. He gets a full, Beautiful like, nine. talented. I have fallen in with the right group. I know. And I'll just walk into the tent. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this episode of Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Our cast is Scott as Eric Severin, Walker as Declan Quinn, and Candace as Brittany. I'm Nick, your DM. Signing off until next time. I swear, the breaks keep getting shorter. Uh, thanks and stuff. Uh, if you like that, visit the